started? Yeah. Oh, hello. Hi, Claire Isaac. Hello, Lisa Sinclair. Welcome to Playing Devil's Avocado. Thank you. I like it when the pressure's off me and I don't have to do this bit. Yeah, it's a podcast and we talk about things. It's meant to be for women over 45, but honestly, anyone can join in. You can. Play at home. Play along at home. Yep. So in this... Bingo! (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) So in this episode, um, we've got lots to talk about. Yep. Swearing makes you a better friend, apparently. Yes, it if fucking you, does. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you that. knew that, too. I knew it. I knew that you yeah. knew that I knew yeah. that I was going to say it. Yeah. Um, we've got a bit of culture class Sick and culture. your favourite Queer Eye. Yeah. Um, it's it's Hope Punk. Hope Punk it is. Uh, Dad t-shirts, do you know what they are? No. No, I'm going to enlighten you. Sure. Um, and then we're going to have a very intense debate, but let's save that. Okay. So let's store that up for later. Okay. Let's go. Okay, so look, I just want to start off. I've learnt a new phrase. You knew it because mm. you, you know all the kids and what, the, you know, what everyone's talking about. It's soft ghosting. Yeah. So this is when someone likes your text message but doesn't reply. Yeah. So you know how now you can get a text message and then you can click like or ha-ha? Yeah. So somebody sees the message, just goes like or ha-ha, but then doesn't actually send you a message See, I, back. I feel like that's a reply. In my world, that's probably a reply really? enough. But no, that's feel, a snub. I'm snubbed. But I think it's more more hurtful when um, you know that they've seen something. So it says red. You know, you can get on the WhatsApp. red thing. or No, you can get it on text messages can too. You? I didn't it know says that. red or delivered. Oh. So sometimes it'll say delivered, sometimes it'll say oh. red. And then they don't reply. So that's a read receipt, is it? Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to know if they've read them or not. And also I think people are entitled to read things and not reply, to be honest. Yeah, okay, all right. I I don't mind that. But but ghosting can go on net. They can can like something on Facebook, but then they cannot interact with it, especially if you want them to. Yeah, I don't mind that so much. If people Mm. like something and don't leave a comment, I don't care about that. Mm. We we had a story about that once, didn't we? We We did. a whole thing about it. But if I actually texted someone... Mm. I don't necessarily expect a reply because mm. people can't be fucked these days. But if they've gone to the effort of going ha ha or like, I expect I don't know maybe. So soft. Maybe I'm so needy. In the world of soft ghosting, then you are wanting a reply. Mm. One assumes so yes. you're you're doing something that you want them to interact with, and then when yeah. they don't, you feel ripped off because they haven't responded. Yeah, and then you don't hear from them again. Yeah, it. I suppose so. Yeah, that's awful. Yeah, I mean it's. I guess it's an it's easy fraught. out. Everything's fraught it's these so days. Fraught. It's so fraught. Like I've got yeah. friends who will be really interactive on social media for a week or two, yeah. and then they'll disappear for a week or two, and yeah. then they'll come back. And and that's all right because maybe they've got stuff to do. Yes, but in my world, because yeah. I'm constantly there, I'm like, why aren't you replying to me? Why? Where are you? Maybe get, you should go and find stuff to do. You think maybe I should get a hobby? Yeah, <laughs> you definitely need a How, hobby. Maybe I could be in musicals. I think actually you do have a hobby. <laughs> what is it? It's swearing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. Oh, you knew I was going to say that too. Um, now, you are trying to tell me that swearers make better friends. Oh, uh, well, um, not only am I trying to tell you that, Lisa, mm. but someone called Timothy Jay, who's from the Massachusetts College of Liberal Arts, right. wants you to know that too. Oh. He says that they're incredibly powerful words, curse words, and that um, because their words we're not supposed curse to curse you. Because their words we're not supposed to say, they're really powerful. Because if you say them, you have you're more open, honest, genuine, and have higher levels of integrity. So fuck that. So if you're a swearer, you have those attributes. Well, because what happens is if you use those words, they're 
they're called taboo words or whatever, you mm. know, and people see them as lazy. But actually what it means is that you're very fluent in your language skills mm. and that you choose to use them because they mean something in your lexicon. I see. Right. But also, but I mean, does that apply when you're in the pub and there's a bunch no. of blokes next to you and they're all swearing no. their heads off? No. I find that quite confronting. It is, when they're just using the C word just randomly, mm. no. But like, so basically, if you share a vulgar lexicon, it tends to work How more... How vulgar? <laughs> That's one of work... my mother's favourite phrases. <laughs> you Let can work vulgar. more effectively together. So um, if you and I are at work and we've, like, you know, we can we have a kind of a rating system of things that we hate about the job or whatever, and we've got lots of Fs and Cs and bees in there it means that we we feel closer because we're kind of offloading that stress right. into each other and laughing about it and kind of right. using it as a so it's actually very productive and it can also help mitigate pain oh so if you've got a headache and you go this fucking headache yeah. it will help you oh all right i'll try that i feel like we've used the word we've sworn a lot in this episode so if you don't like swearing yeah apologies soz Sozzy. Tough shit. Tough shit. <laughs> Moving on, it's good for us. Um, now, you've got a cheery article that you read, and it's... About dying. Yeah. How not to die. What does it say? It's, a, it's basically the five exercises you need to do to avoid an early death. Oh, and okay. what do they mean by early death? Well, let me explain. Mm. <laughs> so... Um, it's just another way of, of grouping a whole lot of exercise together. But I thought it was quite a, quite good because if you do some of these things, you can actually reduce your risk of dying early by yeah. 48, 50 percent. Right. But what is early? Like well, okay. 10 years early? All right, let's have a look. Early. Don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, doesn't matter. Early death, I guess. <laughs> it doesn't say, Lisa. Oh, all right. oh, no. There's a flaw in my plan. Oh, that's all right. Don't worry. So, running. Yeah. Um, if you run once a week, it's better than no running at all. Okay. Right? And if you do run, <clears throat> it's quite amazing. It says it reduces the risk of early death regardless of how long or what speed you run. So, if you just run a little bit, it's better than nothing at all and it will help. Oh, okay. Swimming. Yes. 28% risk, lower risk of early death and a 41% lower risk of death as a result of a stroke or heart disease. Oh. Over this $80,000. Right, that's quite encouraging, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's amazing. 80,000 people, rather, mm-hmm. took part in this um, survey in 2017. So if you swim, mm-hmm. you're pretty much not going to die. Tennis. Oh, yes. Regular tennis and badminton sessions, and we should talk to your husband about this, reduces the risk of death by any at any given age by 47%. Isn't that amazing? Yes. Yes, it's amazing. Yoga reduces your risk of factors for heart disease, such as high body mass index, cholesterol and blood pressure. Makes perfect sense. So that means that, you know, you're, you're sort of much healthier. Brisk walking. Yes. For just 10 to 59 minutes a week can lower the risk of death from any cause by 18%. Gosh, that's all quite encouraging, I have to say. So I feel like what it's basically saying is you have to keep moving. But rather... So you can walk, just run a little bit as you're walking, do a bit of yoga all the time, have a social game of tennis, maybe go for a lovely swim, and you'll never die. Okay. That's what I got from it. All right. Maybe I'm wrong. Sounds quite good. (laughs) Um, Another way to stay healthy, I'm going to say... Yes, yes. Is not drinking water on a plane. Yes. Do tell. Oh, my God. This is quite... This is a follow-up. 
It is a follow-up. It's a follow-up. Well, we're from, always doing germ not, stories. Yeah, from not touching things ever. On yeah. any, on or any... drinking out of kettles in hotels <laughs> yes. or whatever it is. But this is absolutely terrifying. So, And this is just US airlines, but I think we can probably extrapolate yes. from that that it's on most airlines. Yeah. Water on most US airlines is unsafe. Right. And you should even avoid washing your hands Why? on the plane. Why? E. coli. Ugh. So uh, they did this massive survey. But in the why? States. Where, is it the water? Is it no? What let it's me tell you. In? No, it's all of that stuff. So oh. they did this big survey, this 2019 airline water study, right, across all of these 11 major airlines and 12 regional airlines in America, and scored them from zero to five. Um, only three of the 11 major airlines got a score of three or over. So the rest of them, you know, didn't do that well. So basically, never drink any water on a plane that is unless it's bottled and sealed. This includes coffee or tea. They also say don't wash your hands in the bathroom and bring your own sand sanitizer. So um, basically, it's quite terrifying. So the scores were based on 10 criteria, including airline fleet size, the presence of coliform bacteria or E. coli in the water, and the amount of times they've violated the government's aircraft drinking water rule, which requires airlines to provide safe drinking water to all passengers. So basically they're saying that because aircraft fly to different locations and have different water coming mm. through with different pump situations, right. you can't guarantee. Wow. Wow. I know. You've blown my mind. I know. So this is only in America at the moment? Well, this is the only test they've done is in America. I mean... I mean, that's a whole new level of germ phobia for me. I will... Like, what do you think about when you're on a plane, right? You never actually... You, you might drink a cup of tea. Yeah. But they give you a bottled water these days, so you don't ever really have to... Or they give you the water in the little sealed... I've never understood why they give you those sealed water things but now maybe that's why and then when you go to the bathroom rather than washing your hands in those water just get your hand sanitizer that you have and just do that yeah horrifying thanks for that oh no sorry (laughs) sorry oh dear i feel quite queasy okay let's do some culture 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 club now i was you know trolling around the internet last week Mm. and on the guardian they had a review, an album review, and they said it's one of the greatest albums of the decade. Ooh. I thought, who is this? Have you heard of this person? Michael Kiwanuka. No. So, I immediately got on Spotify. You are nothing if not a young person. Mm. You know what? I'm going to just pour a gin. Oh, go on then. And um, <laughs> listen to him, didn't get the album, but listen to him on Spotify where they do the shuffle play, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I can't tell you how much I love it. Ooh, oh, no, my goodness. It's so, he? so, he's a London... Um, sort of singer uh yeah london singer basically um but he's got a bit of he's got a bit of hip hop going on he's got a bit of a little bit of sort of soul um a little bit it's a bit sort of 60s some of it okay. it's quite you know psychedelic soul there's 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 all sorts of samples in it but it's really easy listening it's not okay. hard to listen to it's really really Is he cool old or young no he's 32 oh. um but what happened when I was listening to it? I was thinking, oh, I recognise that song, and he's the opening song from Big Little Lies. Oh yeah, you know that la 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 that song. Uncanny <laughs> <laughs> how that sounded. That's him, right? Um, so he is obviously very in the mainstreamy, mm-hmm. um, but without us realising it. Anyway, he's awesome, Michael Kiwanuku. As soon as you finish this podcast, go to Spotify and just start listening to right. him because I can't. 
Get enough. Get enough. Well, wow, very okay. exciting, very tuneful, very soulful. Oh, that's nice. Very touch-the-hearty. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I do love that. Do you? I listen to lots of things, but I can't. I haven't written anything down. Oh, okay. But I've been watching some more TV. Yes. <laughs> Surprise to everybody. Yes. Queer Eye in Japan. Queer Eye in Japan. I'm sorry, my heart was breaking. Oh. So it's very... Um, yes, I haven't watched it yet. It's really Cute. lovely. It's lovely. It's actually a lot more tear-inducing mm. than the normal Queer Eye. I don't even know how that can possibly be because I watched an episode the other day. I'm sure you've seen, but it's where they take the man to get a new dog after he. Yeah, oh yeah, that's heartbreaking. I'll cry. I'm devastated for that one. I was just beside myself. There's only four episodes of the Japan one. Yeah, and they um and they they have been criticised actually. There's one of them where they have an openly gay man who um finds it hard to be openly gay in Japan, and that's mm. because Japan's traditions and culture are such yeah. that it's a very tricky thing to be gay in Japan. Um, and so they've been criticised a little bit for that. But watching it from the outside, it's just this beautiful story about this man who desperately wants to be out and proud with his boyfriend who, and but is very shy and they kind of dress him up and try and help him, you know, discover his inner yes. fabulousness um, and um, do his house up for him. And it's just lovely. And then they have this really cute... Um, girl who's a manga artist, her name is Kai, and she's got this terrifyingly mean mother <laughs> who just says that she's really difficult all the time, but actually she's just this really creative, beautiful soul, and they make her feel really good about herself, and they get and like, they all live in tiny little Japanese Tokyo apartments, yeah. um, and they just create these amazing spaces for them, and you're just like, it's heartbreaking. And this guy, there's this one guy, he's called Makoto, and he's a very very shy married man who hasn't really spoken to his wife for years about what's going on in their marriage is terrified to find out whether she even loves him anymore Aww. and then they karoma your favorite tries to get them back together and and talk about stuff and she says that she loves him and it's just heartbreaking it's oh. beautiful i don't know if i dare risk watching it it's really good and then there's one woman who because i think in japan culturally when you get to a certain age as a woman um and you just stop taking care of yourself they say you've given up on being a woman and there's lots right. of you know culturally it's very interesting as well to watch mm. they have um, a couple of japanese women who help them they're not blindly going in and just trying to change people's lives they are trying to be culturally aware and sensitive um this woman is just amazing and um she looks after a lot of people but not herself and mm. so of course they go in and, and everyone's bawling i've got friends who sent me photos of themselves bawling oh, that's while watching it Oh, everyone watch it. Take a selfie crying and put yeah, it on the PDA. It's just so What's lovely. The PDAs, it's our Facebook group. Yeah. Hey, have we been doing the Nigella thing? Because we're supposed to have oh, been no, doing that. Not really. Oh. Should I try and do it this week? <laughs> Has anyone else been doing the Nigella no. thing? <laughs> no one's done it. <laughs> Suddenly realised. But it. if you watch Queer Eye in Japan and start yeah. crying, take it's a selfie so and put it on nice. the PDAs. It's just so nice. You know, I get that you can, you know, people might go oh, well, they're just a one-trick pony and mm. they, all they do is go in and, you know, try and make you cry. But, like, it makes you cry. Yeah. It does make me cry. It does. I love them. And Anthony comes into his own for me oh. in these. Oh, does he do a nice cheese board? He made a lovely... <laughs> some avocado. No. He made a lovely apple pie <laughs> with the one with the woman and, and she loved him and they dance in the kitchen. Oh, it was very sweet. Goodness. Um, Honestly, yeah, I know he doesn't I mean, have an awful there, lot to do. Yeah, he doesn't have an awful lot to do. No, <laughs> the others, the others work like buggery, but he doesn't yeah. do much. <laughs> but that's okay. He's just like 
Try and make this punch. Here's some avocado I've taken the pip out <laughs> yeah. of. You can do this at home. Thanks, Anthony. Bless him. But he is really pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's Culture Club. Culture. Culture Bye. Club. You've got a What Hurts Now. Is it a What Hurts Now? It's like what, is what annoys you now. Well, that's just my life. Yeah. <laughs> End of Can you be more specific? <laughs> I'm just not sleeping at the moment. Oh. I'm going through another not sleeping phase, yeah. and I'd love to know what other people think about this. Yeah, I don't know that it's perimenopause. I think it's just me. It's a, it's just a clear, clear thing. Yeah, I wake up, I go to bed at like ten thirty, eleven, sleep fine, wake up at two, wide awake, wide awake. You go to bed at eleven. Yeah, wake, wake up, up at like two. two. So I have three hours sleep. Oh, that's not enough. Then I probably don't get back to sleep till about five, and then oh, I probably sleep for an hour horrendous. and a half. Have you been? Do, have you done your lavender? Done all my lavender. Done your sprays. Yeah, and then uh, so. What if about I, if you, apparently that lavender? There's a sleep sleepy time cream at Lush. Oh yes, I have that. Have you tried that? Yeah, yeah, Any no. good? Look, the, the problem for me mm. is not going to sleep, it's so I can get. Up. Yeah, I can get to sleep fine. Yeah. I can. What's fall waking you up? Don't know. Just always have. This is this has been a lifelong thing mm. for me. But now, as I get older, I find that I probably need a little more sleep, and I'm not really getting it a lot. Yeah. I take um, all sorts of things now. Like, I'll take um, melatonin spray, melatonin tablets every now and then, because I feel like... Because I don't want to be on drugs. No. Not those kind of drugs, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) But it's impossible. So I just... I feel like it's a what hurts... It's a what hurts constantly. What hurts all the time. All the time. Yeah. So you'd like some advice from I'd like some advice from the PDAs, please. Yeah. Have you got a what hurts now? No, I don't. I feel like I'm a bit whingy. No, but listen, I've got an idea for you. Yeah. With your sleeping. Yeah. You know what I find really, really soothing? (laughs) Is watching Marion Grasby on Facebook. Oh. And YouTube. Is it like an um, ASMR? It's (laughs) It's like a what? ASMR, whatever it's called, when they, you listen to people chewing and stuff and it makes you relaxed. Oh, I don't know that. Oh. Oh. That's a conversation for next time. Oh, okay. Talk about that have next you time. Not, have you not listened to those things? No. You watch the videos and people are like, um, the whispering, the whispering. Oh, no. Even you just doing that then made me want to vomit. <laughs> oh. You and my husband. No. Uh, no. Oh, okay. We'll, and we'll chewing, dive. forget about oh, it. Oh, my God, this whole world of that. No. Let's do that next time. Yeah. No, Marion Grasby is the chef. Yes. Well, cook. She's she was cook. on um, Master Chef, but she didn't win, did she? No, she was second. She came second. Um, and I think she's got. Well, she's definitely got a Thai mum, Noi. Um, and then she won Master Chef, and then she basically she didn't win. No, she didn't win. Sorry, she was on Master Chef. Yeah. Anyway, she set up her own range. Yes. So everybody buys Marion's boxes. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I like more than Marion's box. Yes, of curry, curry yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So you buy a curry mix. Yeah. But they're really good because I actually went to the launch of them, I remember at the time, and because all her herbs and spices are freeze-dried, so when you put them in the curry, they're like fresh. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, and they're actually, I, I mean, they're I would really rather delicious. have her curry than a delivery any day. And so easy. Oh, yeah, Marion, you heard it here Not first. an ad. Um, <laughs> but now she's got she's very successful on YouTube and has a big YouTube channel and she puts it out all on Facebook. And I, there's nothing I like more than watching her cook her recipe. Yeah, she's really great. She's, she's got really, a little kid, hasn't she? She's got, yeah, she's got a little kid now. They live in Bangkok. Yeah. But she's just got this really gentle voice and she sort of says, you know, just 
crush up the chilies, and then you just watch her make this delicious food. The only mm. thing is, it really makes you hungry because mm. she makes delicious Asian food yeah. that you just want to eat all of it. Yeah. And then her mum comes on sometimes. Um, so I think you should give watching Marion Grasby a go. Well, I this is not to be um, dismissive of yeah. that, but I do like a cooking show. Yes. Um, I watched a bit of Chrissy Teigen doing some cooking. Oh yeah, as she's well. great. She's got a really good cookbook. Yeah, yeah, and that's similarly yeah. half Thai. Yes. interesting. It must be a wok. Yes, <laughs> she's <Sleep> got wok. <laughs> she's got a Thai carbonara, a pad Thai carbonara Ooh. that her mum invented. Oh yeah, yeah. And mm. um, the other thing Marion's now got is a new range of sauces. Oh yeah, and she's a very smart business very woman, Marion. And her coconut shirasha sauce mm. is the most delicious sauce you'll ever have okay you put it on everything okay um where i don't you could put it on pizza ah now this is going to be the end of us this is yeah. going to this might end up with a walkout it might i might this throw is, something this is going to be a bigger fight than jason Momoa versus <laughs> justin <laughs> Carew. where you are you were going home to have a pizza the other night i was and it was an asparagus pizza yes oh. and you were not you were poo-pooing mm, it i poo-pooed your pizza <laughs> tell me what was on your pizza it was asparagus so you were saying this is your favourite pizza well it's just because okay my husband and I are vegetarian oh, I don't think you've told us that before <laughs> <laughs> we're actually pescatarian okay but um so and rather than just have prawn pizza all mm. the time whatever we which is wrong <laughs> well it's hard because of course pizza is pepperoni yeah. really you know no. like and ham yeah. or whatever mm. yeah. <laughs> I can't win. You know, her face is going crazy. She's so, my face. She's so dismissive of all my pizza choices. So, go yeah. on. But so, as a vegetarian, as a vegetarian, you know, you have you don't want to just get the vegetarian option all the time. So, we're looking for different vegetarian yes. pizzas. One near our house does this amazing asparagus, goat cheese, and uh, an egg with truffle oil on it. And it's actually, it may sound kind of gross, but it's actually delicious. Okay. Is there tomato on the base? No. No. So what's the base? It's like a white pizza. White pizza. Mm. White pizzas are all the range, aren't mm. they? Our local pub's just reopened with a wood-fired pizza oven, which mm. I was hugely excited about. But they're only doing white pizzas. Mm. It's like, dudes, come on, at least throw me a margarita. <laughs> Um, I have gone completely back to just a Napoli or a margarita. Yeah, well, we had Napoli last night and it was yeah. delish. Yeah. Not from that same pizza place, but... We went to New York recently and... Mm. Did you? Yeah. And... I don't know that you've told us that. <laughs> and got a slice, mm-hmm. you know, for oh, two bucks. Oh, it was bucks. the best pizza Timmy had ever had. Best pizza I'd ever had. Mm. Um, so... Look, I there's nothing I like more than Napoli, but I do love anchovy... You know, yeah. I like some strong flavour in there too. I mean, you wouldn't eat it, and obviously I wouldn't either, but chicken on a pizza. No. Wrong. Wrong. Barbecue sauce pizzas. Wrong. Wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, prawn, I could sometimes, I can just about get away with a prawn pizza. Mm-hmm. If, it, if you're at the beach, I like a prawn pizza, <laughs> and a gla- pe- prawn pizza and a glass of white wine at the beach. Okay. Um, all right. Let me just um, let's throw this out there. Go so on, there then. Go. What about ham and pineapple? See, I love pineapple on a pizza. Um, depends where from. <laughs> I think it, sometimes it can work. Right. From Domino's? <laughs> Actually, do you know what? I don't mind a, a Domino's New York pizza. Right, okay. Because um, so, you like pe- pepperoni. I like pepperoni, yes. Uh, ham and pineapple, like if it's one of those frozen ones, no. No. Mm. But I don't mind those frozen um, pizza subs. Do you remember them? Mm. They were oh, pretty good growing up. Yeah. 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 
question. No one can say we don't tackle the big issues. Can they? <laughs> we we could. Got, do you want one more? Yeah, We're done. One, one more. One, one more. more for one more. You sure? Yeah. Okay. So just quickly, this summer is going to be the summer of the dad T-shirt. Oh yeah. So you tell me what that is because I don't know. Oh, I will do. So the dad T-shirt was very big in London. This, their summer. Was it when you were there on When holiday? I was there on holiday <laughs> in London. So basically... Is this a big T-shirt, is it? Well, it's a big T-shirt, but it's that sort of bo- boxy shape. Yeah, so like a man's T-shirt. A man's Not T-shirt. Not cut for your female no, form. dad T-shirt. Laura Crack from um, Evening Standard describes it as crew-necked, nerdy, one-size-too-big, sleeves that fall just above the elbow. Oh, yes. Basically, the kind of T-shirt your dad wears to wash the car. Yeah. And she sort of attributed all this sort of politics to it, which is quite interesting. Um, But she says, don't overthink it. It's better just to borrow your dad's if you've got a dad. Otherwise, I suppose you could go and buy one. Um, But it's not good enough to go to Topshop and buy a... You know, Rolling you Stones have to go t-shirt. to Best and Less and buy an actual. You have to go to Best and Less and buy an actual dad T-shirt, um, or um, if it's got a dodgy beer logo or something like that, right. just something a bit naff. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. got to be a oh, bit. Well, naff. I'm happily, I'd happily embrace the naff Would T-shirt you? trend. Well, um, to save you anything, we've got uh, loads across the road. Yes. not an ad. Would they want it to be an ad? I'm not sure. She says because all the teenagers were wearing them this summer in London. She's saying it's like a safe haven. If they don't feel comfortable in like crop tops or yeah. fitted stuff, it's nice. And um, Billie Eilish is basically the the queen. Oh, yeah, she's the queen, the queen of the dad, of the dad t-shirt. t-shirt. Yeah, I'd happily be yeah. in there. And she says, "I wear baggy shit because I want to wear what I want to wear." She just wants to wear it. Yeah. No, yeah. Now, hang on. So, when you're a fifty-year-old woman, Look, I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm not sure that a dad t-shirt is going to work on a on a Lisa Bod. <laughs> I don't know that a 50-year-old woman, like a dad t- It's probably fine if you're a 30-year-old woman with a 50-year-old dad. Yes. Because we're still cool and, uh, and like, the irony is great and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But, like, without a dad as a 50-year-old woman or with a dad who would be 75, yeah. I'm not sure it works. Not sure it works so much. He loved a polo shirt and I don't know that that yeah, would be... A polo shirt. <laughs> would be a polo shirt, wouldn't it? <laughs> um, so if you're a young person, probably you could go the dad t-shirt yeah. route. But, I think you um, should be careful when you get older that you're not embracing trends that are just not flattering to your yes. ever-increasing yes. girth. And I suppose for the younger <laughs> no. people, wearing a dad T-shirt is ironic. Yeah. Whereas for us, it it's would just, just We be, actually are just wearing a T-shirt. We're just wearing a T-shirt. <laughs> all right. So on that note... On that note, we all agree. We Don't take a, advice. Fashion advice Literally wearing a T-shirt... In yeah. our wardrobe. It's yeah. not actually about being a dead T-shirt. No, OK. Oh, God, that's so depressing. Yeah. I'm going to go and have a wine. All right. Sounds good. Uh, and a whinge. <laughs> wine and a whinge. How lovely. All right. Well, we are playing devilsavocado at gmail.com if you want to, you know, email, email us. us. Um, or Instagram. Instagram. Slide into our DMs. Slide into them. Mm-hmm. Um, or else you can come on Facebook to the um, PDAs, which is our group. Yeah. And have a chat. Yeah, we have fun. We will see you next week. And we, you know, just tell us things you want us to talk about. Yeah. We're not talking about dad t-shirts. We need to do something else, yeah. quite frankly. Yes, we do. <laughs> yeah. Goodbye, then. Okay, bye.